Hey, Parkrun Adventurers. Welcome to episode three. Third time lucky, hopefully, Mel. What do you reckon? I think we were actually pretty lucky the first two times, Scott. Hopefully we don't stuff it up in the trifecta. So far, so good. Uh, good week, parkrun-wise, for you. Good weekend, I should say. Yeah, it was um, a little bit wet and woolly on the Sunshine Coast this weekend, Scott, but I'm, I actually got to have another run at Kiwana this weekend. So I took on Mother Nature and her horizontal stabbing rain and gale force winds and got through that finish line absolutely saturated with my shoes about 10 kilos heavier and loved every minute. What were you up to this weekend? Well, I got to experience parkrun on a Sunday this week. We had a trial run for Studley, so we had 54 runners join us on Sunday morning to test out the course, and it was it was an adventure because I got there early to set up the course, and I was confronted by a pop-up rave, or as the guys who I met down by the river, it was a, a pop-up doof session, man. It wasn't what, it wasn't what I was expecting. Uh, but it was just, yeah, it was in the middle. So Studley Park Run is located in a, in a parkland by a river and there's no houses around. So it's a perfect location if you wanted to get 200 of your friends together and have a rave in the middle of the night. And that's what happened. So I'm putting the flag in the turnaround point and as I'm hang, hammering it into the ground and approached by a couple of friendly fellas who wanted to know what I was doing, I just hoped that it would be there when I set the runners off and so they knew where to turn around. And to the surprise of nobody, uh, it wasn't. Someone had souvenirs the flag. It turns out someone had taken it, walked 100 metres with it, realised what the hell am I going to do with a parkrun flag and chucked it in, in the river or on the banks of the river. So we did recover it. But, um, yeah, that was my adventure from Sunday morning parkrun this week. It was a trial run, which we have to do in parkrun because we can't just set up an event, cross our fingers and hope that everything works. We have to test the course. We have to test our equipment. And that's what I was busy doing on Sunday. And I'm pleased oh, yeah. to announce that feedback was all good and we look forward to launching in about a month's time. Wow, Scott, sounds like you had a little bit of fun out there with your stargazers this weekend. Uh, speaking of stargazers, this is actually a parkrun thing, um, possibly a little bit different than what you experienced at Studley Park. But for those of you who aren't aware, one of the regions in southeast Queensland is known as the Southern Cross Circuit. So in parkrun terms, the circuit is created by a bunch of events which form the rough shape of the Southern Cross and uh, with the bonus point to star, of course, of Roma. So the events that make up the Southern Cross circuit are Gatton, Warwick, Toowoomba, Pittsworth, Stanthorpe and Highfields with the bonus point to star, as I mentioned, of Roma. And to become a stargazer, you actually have to run all of the events in this particular Southern Cross circuit. And to become a super stargazer, you need the bonus pointer star of Roma. Um, there were some new members to the out of the stargazer group this week, and there were only there's only a couple of them at the moment. So, who came up with the idea of the stargazers, or how did it come about? Well, um, Sonia and Peter Pullman, together with Linda Coombs, who's 
the former event director at Warwick Park Run. Uh, Sonia and Peter are well known in parkrun tourism circles because they do these fabulous video reviews which they share with the parkrun tourism au facebook group every week they were discussing how they might be able to bring some more tourists to the area of some of the less toured parkruns i would imagine you would call them and and that's how they came up with the southern cross circuit they had a look at it on the map it shows the beautiful constellation of the southern cross they're out in the beautiful wilds of southeast Queensland where you can actually see all the stars of the Milky Way every night. So uh, it seems rather fitting. And to be honest, I would love to be a stargazer. It's one of my bucket list items. I want to get around to all those events. I've started with the southernmost event. I've been to Stanthorpe Park Run and I've done the bonus pointer star of Roma, which is also probably less attainable for a lot of people because it, it's quite a drive to get out to Roma. Um, so now I just need to knock off about five more events, which are a lot closer. Tell us about Roma, because you're right, not many people would have been to Roma. When you put Roma on the map, I'm thinking Italy. I didn't know there was a town in the middle of Queensland called Roma. What's the park run like? Oh, the parkrun is absolutely stunning, Scott. It's run alongside a river through beautiful tall gum trees out in the bush and the event team is very, very enthusiastic and motivated and just absolutely love what they do for, for the community. It's, it's quite a small group. Um, the, the average runners, you know, you can expect to get a top 50 time or finish position if you head out to Roma, um, which is, you know, nice for those of us who aren't possibly um, the fastest runners out there. But it's just a fantastic little community and uh, obviously it's more remote because of where it is. There, there are a lot of the mining people that come in and out of the town. But, yeah, no, the park run itself is beautiful. It's you can't describe it. It's not an out and back. It's not a loop. It's It's got a few little wiggledy bits around the place, um, which sounds confusing when they explain it, but when you run it, it makes perfect sense. So it's a beautiful event. I, I really strongly recommend people get out to Roma because it's gorgeous. I'll have a wild guess here. I bet they're super friendly. Crazy super friendly. And, and obviously, if you're heading out there as a tourist, they're going to spot you a mile off because they know exactly everyone who's there and they're very, very welcoming and um, very, yes, as you say, very friendly. Yeah, this was following up on a conversation I had during the week about name your friendliest, your top five friendliest park runs you've been to. And it was a conversation with some experienced park runners and we all came to the conclusion of, for us in Melbourne, it's uh, the smallest park run out in Highlands in the northern suburbs. And I don't know if it's because it's a smaller event, but they just make you feel so welcome. Um, they're excited to see you. And I'm guessing that's the same experience at Roma. And some of these other uh, park runs that are in the Stargazer circuit. Absolutely. It was the same when we were at Stanthorpe. We, um, I went with my husband late last year and had a weekend down there, which was gorgeous. But it absolutely poured rain until about quarter past six in the morning and we thought, oh, we haven't come all this way to not do park runs. So we were going to go whether or not there was a cyclone. 
um, that far inland. I know that doesn't happen, but we got there and I think there were only, um, oh, there were, were about 30 other runners. So it was a top 50 finish for me, but they were so welcoming and so friendly. And yeah, it's just one of the beautiful aspects that you can expect from the smaller communities that are out in the rural areas you know they they do band together and they do all know everyone and they are so welcoming of guests and tourists so fantastic place to go for a parkrun adventure absolutely so hopefully we'll hear from some of these parkruns in the coming weeks maybe they can be our roving adventurers this week though we had our rovering adventurers where the party's at we had Silpa sending us some stuff from St. Peter's. They had, If you remember from last week, they had their neon theme. Let's have a listen to some of the stuff she managed to capture from their anniversary. So I'm here at St. Peter's Parkrun with Bernie. Bernie, tell me, how long have you been coming to Parkrun for? Since January 2015. 2015, so you've done, a, you've done a few Parkruns. I have, today was number 40. Excellent, not too far off your next shirt then. Yes, yeah. Fabulous. Now Bernie, we, we know that you do a slightly different volunteer role at St Peter's, can you tell us what that is? Sure, um, I started out, I've done a couple of um, times of setting up the equipment, that sort of thing. Um, and I noticed uh, there was a person recruiting for volunteers one week, Catherine, and she said, do you want to have a go at this next week? Um, so I took it on and at the time it was, you know, a clipboard and a pencil and walking around and asking people to volunteer. Um, and that evolved into using the Google Docs on, on my phone, which made it very easy and sort of approaching all the people that come and, um, you know, you've got the four or five weeks ahead in front of you and you just recruit for people to do whatever position they're keen on. Or And so how many volunteers do we typically need at St Peter's every week? That's a really good question I should know the answer to. I think it's around 15. 15, wow, that's yeah. quite quite a number. But then we get about 300, 350 people a week, don't uh, we? Yes, we do, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. And, and what do you what do you like most about Parkrun? Um, I'm addicted. I'm totally addicted. It took me week one, the first time I came, I was, so, I was addicted. I love that um, the person that does it in 16 minutes gets as many cheers as the person that does it in an hour. Um, I'm somebody who's sort of, you know, anywhere in between 35 and 40 minutes and people cheer me the whole way around. Um, really great community spirit and you know amazing volunteers run it so it's excellent well Banny it's been so good to have you take on the volunteer coordinator role at St Peter's and continue doing all of the good hard work thank you thank you cheers so I'm here with Sharon Sharon happy fourth birthday thank you so Sharon tell me about your parkrun story uh, well, my park run story um, starts with you, Silpa, because you got me involved in park run. Hurrah! <laughs> and uh, suggested that I come along, um, and it's a great opportunity to do a five-kilometre run um, every now and then. And, uh, yeah, I've been doing it for about five months now. And tell me, what do you like about the park run course at St Peter's, and what do you not like? Um, I probably most like that it's uh, the majority of the course is flat. Um, it's close to me, so it doesn't take too long to get here on the Saturday morning. Um, it's good that it starts at 8 o'clock because uh, it's kind of get it over and done with and uh, least like probably the hill although I did get my personal best on the hill today. Congratulations, Thank it's you. a tough hill. And have you managed to volunteer since getting involved in Parkrun? Yes, I have done one volunteer um, session. I was a marshal. And what did you most enjoy about marshalling? Um, I just really enjoyed seeing the runners actually, just smiling and enjoying the run. 
And are there any of the parkrun courses in Australia or any other part of the world that you would like you like to get yourself to? Yeah, I'm planning to go back to the UK um, for my sister's 50th birthday party in June. And there is a parkrun just around the corner from her in East Dulwich. Um, so I've already put that in my diary and uh, looking forward to that. There you go. Let's hope it's not raining when you're there. I hope so. <laughs> Wonderful hearing from Silpa, who was our roving adventurer at St. Peter's Park Run this week, speaking to Bernie and Sharon about their volunteer roles. And we also heard from Mel, who's the ED at the upcoming Laylor Park Run. She was at Point Cook this weekend for their second anniversary, Hawaiian theme, can't forget the Hawaiian theme. And she had a chat to Christine about volunteering. I've just come across Christine Willems, who's one of the volunteers out here today at Point Cook Parkrun. What brings you to volunteering with Parkrun? I love volunteering. I get to see everybody and I particularly love being at the end because you see everyone trying their hardest to get across the line. Everyone gets a run up to cross the line. And how many times have you volunteered, Christine? I think today was my 18th time. And just lastly, for those who may not have volunteered yet at Parkrun, uh, what would you like to tell those people uh, to encourage them to get out and volunteer? Come and help out. It's heaps of fun. You get lots of time to chat and it's a lot more fun than running 5K. I've just located another Parkrun tourist, Kaz Derby. What's your home Parkrun? I normally run at Lilydale Lake. Wonderful. And what brings you to Point Cook today for their second anniversary? Well, it's a bit of a story. My running buddy has set herself a challenge to run every park run within two hours of our houses by the time she's 40 in June. So I'm tagging along for the ride and we tossed up between Phillip Island and Point Cook. Point Cook had a birthday and cake, so that sealed the deal. Wonderful. And how many park runs have you guys done in your pre-40 adventures? Uh, so far we've done seven and we've got another seven planned for the next eight or ten weeks. And for those who haven't been lucky enough to visit Point Cook Park Run, tell us a little bit about the course. Uh, it's a lovely out and back course, uh, relatively flat, a couple of small inclines but nothing that you would notice if you're uh, getting into the spirit of Park Run. Um, it's, it's quite open at the moment but there's lots of new tree planting so I can imagine uh, in years to come there's going to be quite a bit of shade. The organisers of this particular parkrun have done a great job with little motivational signs along the way and um, it's a really, really friendly environment. I think it's great for prams. It's a sealed path uh, right throughout, uh, except for the last little bit. Yeah, they seem like a really good crowd and we've enjoyed ourselves today. Now it's time in the show for a little bit of fun with stats. A segment I like to call Fun Facts with Ian. I just don't think Fun Facts with Ian is quite cool enough. Earlier in the day, we were having a bit of a chat with Ian and he mentioned something about his computers going haywire. So I quite liked that. Oh, that's a bit of play on words there with haywire. Another suggestion you had recently, Scott, was facts in a haystack. Ian, can I get you to weigh in on this? We should introduce him first. Welcome. We should to our Stones Corner ED and Mr. Stats and Facts Man of Parkrun Australia, Ian Hay. Thanks for joining us, Ian. Thank you, guys. And um, I like that uh, intro. I like the um, the name. It's, it's cool. Cool play on words. <laughs> Very different. Which, which one? 
Which one? Is, is, is it a favoritism thing here? So it depends on who I go with. I could be in trouble. So. It's a competition. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's a competition. <laughs> I, think, I think he's avoiding the question. Absolutely. <laughs> Ian, we asked you to come up with some stats that aren't available to the average park runner. Something we can have a bit of fun with. What have you got for us? Okay, well, I, I can't I can't miss out on the, the main ones to begin with, and um, and that's your totals. So I have to cover those off to begin with, um, because I, I think they're really cool. Because it, it's it's massive this year. If you've if you've seen all the extra growth that we've had, if you want to look at kilometres, so this year to date we've clocked over just actually just under three hundred and thirty five thousand kilometres. Um, and if you put that in perspective, that's just over nine and a half laps of Australia. So it's pretty huge for um, what only halfway into January. So it's massive. If you compare it to last year, um, at this time we were just uh, just around the seven laps of Australia. So what we've done, two and a half extra laps in uh, one year. So it's pretty big growth, if you ask me. So can I just clarify there, Ian, is that since the 1st of January we've done 335,000 kilometres? That's correct, yes. So that's including our, um, our New Year's Day park run and then the um, couple after that. Wow, no wonder I'm tired. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so Ian, so one of the things with parkrun is that you do meet a lot of people and sometimes, believe it or not, you might not remember everybody's name you meet. So I was thinking maybe you could give us the stats of the most common first names so in case we ever do forget, we can just call on the most common name and hope for the best. Yeah, that, that sounds like a good idea to me, Scott, because, you know, pretty much unless somebody volunteers... I don't, I don't personally know everybody's name and I do know obviously as an event director more people are likely to know my name and you have that moment where they're just looking at you and you're thinking, oh my God, I know I've met you before, I can't remember your name. Ian, it would be awesome if we had like a go-to guy's name and a go-to girl's name where most of the time we would probably be right. Do you have those sort of details for us? Oh, we do. We've got um, what the two two names that uh, you'd be pretty likely to get right, which would be um, David and Sarah. So, um, actually, Sarah and Michelle will be your top two. They're pretty close together for the uh, the female side. But um... okay, I like that. I like that we have a choice with women because not yeah, I would say not everyone looks like a Sarah, but then some people do like look like Michelle. So, yeah, we might have to use our intuition for that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And it is a common um, ED and RD problem trying to get the name, so uh, that could certainly come in handy. Save a few of us. And just for the record, Ian, more Scots or more Melissa's? Ooh, I, I hate to tell it, but I think um, Scott won out there by quite a bit, actually. So, What what are the numbers? Seriously, like more Scots than Melissa's. I, I have a hard time believing that. So it was about 106 or seven, about 106 Scots, and it was around about the 80 Mel's Melissa's. So that's okay. You know what? I'm I'm good with that because obviously there are just more Melissa's volunteers. So your numbers they're based on the ones who ran, right? So <laughs> yeah. I, I'm I'm making the assumption therefore that more of us Melissa's are the generous kind and we're out there volunteering so we're not appearing in Ian's stats so I'm I'm okay with that you can win this little competition there Mr Trickett thank you if I include the volunteer stats then that'll easily take out Scott so that's fine next time so the next one that I actually found quite interesting was uh, this week we had just over twenty two thousand runners. And 33, out of those 22,000, there were 3,300 unique first names. So 
out of those, um, so there are 3,300 names, first names. Um, out of those, 2,000 were unique. So 2,000 of them were only basically were unique across every single park run. So 1,300 of them were um, uh, the same names, like repeats, like Mel and myself and so on. But, um, yeah, so 2,000 of them were unique. So it's quite a lot, if you ask me. So as in there was yeah. only one Zach yeah. or there was only one Francis. Oh, there was definitely more than one Zach, I would say. But so Constance perhaps. There might only be one Constance. Yeah, very possibly. That's... So the next one that I had was the uh, the clubs. For those who don't know, you can um, register a running club with your um, profile when you when you um, set up your Parkrun account. And we had basically there were two two clubs, the, the two biggest clubs for this weekend. One was uh, Running Mums Australia, uh, so they had three hundred and forty runners. Coming in directly behind them was uh, Derek Zoolander Centre for Kids Who Can't Run Good at uh, two hundred and thirty-two. Ah, um, uh, see now that's where I'm represented because I ran <laughs> and I was one of those Zoolanders. Very good. I also found it interesting that both of those were also at the uh, top at the same time last year as well. So they've um, and they've been steadily growing, which is great to see. Awesome. So, Ian, about the clubs. So you you mentioned that people could join clubs when they first register, but they can also join and sign up to clubs after they've registered at any point, can't they? Absolutely. Yes. Well, we might need to put some instructions on our. Facebook page about how people can do that if they're interested because it seems to me there are a lot of people out there registered park runners who aren't members of a club so maybe we could get them to sign up and join with some of their how do we say like-minded runners yep. so you're a Zoolander I am Scott are you a member of a club I'm a Westerfoldian oh, I nice. don't think we're on the list yet we need to grow our numbers you do but we're very unique. We're, we're linked to one event only. Zoolanders can run anywhere. Ian, are you a member of a club? I'm with the uh, 530 runners, which came in third, actually, so they're next on the list. So. I don't oh, think I've heard of them either. <laughs> <laughs> running mums, 530. Who are these people? <laughs> Westerfoldians, that's what I want to hear more about. Yeah. Maybe we need to start the Park Run Adventurers running club well as a club oh but you know that would just obliterate everyone that yeah. wouldn't be fair well we need to start a petition to parkrun hq to be a member of more than one club that would be handy yes so you could you could run for a different club each week if you wanted to how do you reckon hq would handle that request yeah that could be a tough one <laughs> be fun though okay ian thanks for that so we're um, going to join you once a month for a segment called? I think we should call it Facts in a Haystack. Facts in a Haystack. I like that. You happy with that, Ian? I do like that. That sounds good. It's got right. a catch to it. Great. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're very lucky to be joined in the virtual studio today by Matt Briggs, who, along with the fabulous Heather Farley, is a co-ED at Churchill Parkrun. Matt, say hello to everyone. Hello, everyone from Churchill Parkrun. Now, I'll start with a little question about what made you want to start your own parkrun? So what made the start for Churchill Parkrun was... I was uh, casually going to the Inverloch Park Run where our territory director, uh, Tony O'Connell, is. And I was approached by Bob and Ruth Dolgis. They're 
just a couple of kilometres outside of Churchill and they thought it would be really good to get people from the local area over near Churchill to get a park run up and going. It's really good to be joining in a local area with Tarelgan Park Run not that far away as well. How far away is Tarelgan? Tarelgan is about 16 kilometres, so they're both very close to one another, which is good. So it gives a lot of people a wide variety of courses where Tarelgan is mostly a flat course with a couple of up and backs, but Churchill offers a nice trail that uh, has a couple of challenging hills for everyone to get their heart rate going and really enjoy their run. So you touched on it briefly there, Matt. It's a trail park run. Is it all trail? Yes, Yes, it's all trail. There's probably about 0.5% where it's on concrete, which is just the start, but the rest of it is on a nice compacted trail that the council was very fortunate to help us with, which is good. The word on the street is you're a keen photographer. Is that your favourite role? It very much is. Uh, When I had my first Inverloch Park run, it's the main reason that got me into photography for Park Run. There was a uh, photographer on the day, as you know, and she got this beautiful photo of me giving someone a high five. And for that being my first Park Run experience, it's like, wow, I really loved having that kind of contact and running with a large group of people get to a 5k goal was really amazing for me and being able to share my photography background was uh, really beneficial to a lot of park runs. Yep. You'll learn this and Mel already knows this, to yep. have a good photographer as a regular volunteer is invaluable because it's probably one of the hardest positions to fill because I think yeah. people get uh, intimidated by... Everyone's scared to take bad photos. Yeah, basically. exactly. But it's so important uh, to the event because the photography sells the event to other people. The photography yeah. is the catalyst for introducing park runners to each other when they're tagging yep. each other and you can put faces to names. And uh, It's a very great way for people to volunteer. Like a lot of people will think, oh, yep, I've gone to park run, I've done my five kilometres, that's all that there is for park run in a way. But when you volunteer and you're staying to the very end, you go to the cafe, the event director or run director is uploading photos and you can just see how much they enjoy the photos. And even when it comes to the uploaded photos, that can go for days and days, people commenting on photos, tagging their friends and being really supportive. So it's good in that sense where the support isn't just for the brief one hour of the Saturday morning, it's all throughout the week to the next event. That's an excellent point. I, I love how you mentioned that it extends beyond just that yeah. one hour. So along those lines, what impact would you say Parkrun has had on your lifestyle? So outside of just the weekend, like how has it changed your behaviours yourself? I would say that I'm a lot more enthusiastic than I used to be. Like my whole reason for joining Parkrun has been a weight loss adventure where it's going on nearly two years now for when I've been wanting to lose weight. I was just on holidays and I didn't like how I couldn't even go one and a half kilometers on a hike without being puffed and 
I eventually got down from 140 kilos down to 110 currently. Fantastic. And just the support that everyone gives you is tremendous and being able to give that back to them is fantastic as well. I've noticed your Facebook name is Matthew Marathoner Briggs. So I'm guessing that's (laughs) That's a clue to the fact that you've done a marathon? Yeah. My first marathon was actually the Melbourne Marathon last year and I had a very bad lead up to it with uh, poor knees, struggling to keep me going, a lot of physio work and Jackie O'Connell, Tony O'Connell's wife, at the end of the marathon, it was about 800 metres to go and uh, they seen me struggling and actually ran me the last few hundred metres and it was really good to have them there to help me finish after a very long run. Well, good luck with the launch this week. Are you nervous or Thanks, excited? Uh, pretty excited, a little bit nervous. I have kind of threw down the gauntlet with uh, Ceramit Park Run. I said, oh, now it's time for Churchill Park Run to break 600 for their launch. I don't think we're going to quite get there, but it's going to be a nice challenge. Oh, to be honest, Matt, I really don't know anyone who would actually want that many runners on the first day. That's just massive. I'm keen. I just hope <laughs> I hope Tony O'Connell, our territory director, brings enough backup uh, tokens for us, <laughs> if, just in case we break the 300. Cheers. Before you go, Matt, I'm going to put you on the spot. So for the people that yep. aren't aware, in eastern regional Victoria, the Gippsland region, there's been quite a few park runs that have popped up. You've yep. experienced them all, I'm hoping? Yes, I have. So give us your top three. My top three, I would have to say emotionally I'm attached to Inverloch Park Run being my first. My second favourite would be the Sale Park Run. It is a very beautiful two and a half kilometres out and back with uh, the Lake Guyatt. Sometimes you get lucky, you get to see the fountain going around the two and a half K turnaround and it's just really beautiful there. And next I would have to say Pakenham Park Run. They've been going for a couple of years now and the support that everyone's had there and how much people reach out to each other there has been really fantastic from what I've seen and experienced and it's a real pleasure to be able to go back there again. Thanks for joining us, Matt. No worries. Time to take a look at our social adventurers. We're blowing up all over social media, Instagram especially. You've got a favourite this week, Mel? I um, had quite the little cackle when I read Simon's Instagram uh, this week. He had a specific parkrun adventure at Marimbula and I'm not going to share the details with you but I would strongly encourage everybody to just do a little search on Instagram, hashtag parkrunadventurers and scroll through to a post from Simon and have a little read of what he experienced at Marimbula this week. Hopefully you enjoy it as much as I do. Yeah, we want to keep the clean rating within iTunes so we won't read it out word for word but he did talk about his visit to Marimbula one of the best park runs in Australia running out on the boardwalks and he had a great time there we also had a great response to our call out for fancy dress Uh, you sent in your photos of some of your best park run adventures fancy dress wise 
I particularly like the pirate theme out at Highlands and I also like any man who's brave enough to dress up as the Queen in a purple wig. So that was a great photo from Kathy Ray at Nui's birthday. Did you have a favourite? Uh, I did. I actually um, really love Heather's efforts at Tamworth with the sumo suit. I um, I actually asked her how, how that worked from a, a costume building perspective and, and apparently it packs down quite quite flat, which is, you know, one of the problems I have with my costume room is that things don't fit anymore in a cupboard. So uh, I, I look for all aspects of the costumes, not just the impact and let's face it, sumos, they make an impact, don't they? Yeah. Did you just let us know that you've got a costume room? Um, I do, Scott. So, uh, an entire room in your house dedicated to costumes? Well, I, I wouldn't say dedicated so much as overrun. Yeah, it started with the box which went in a cupboard and then it, it kind of couldn't be contained to the box anymore and now it's no longer able to be contained to the cupboard. So uh, when I have guests come to stay, I have to do a little bit of creative manoeuvring and cleaning so that they can actually, you know, sleep in the guest bed. But, yes, basically I need a bigger house so I can fit more costumes. So these are important questions you're asking when you want to know how a sumo suit packs down. Yes, absolutely, because, you know, it, it impacts the real estate of my costume room. So I have to be thrifty these days. Yep, no doubt you do. Okay, so you can hashtag, continue to hashtag Parkrun Adventures. We're looking out for them. We've seen some great ones this week. And where is the cake this weekend? All right, so we heard from Matt Briggs that uh, Churchill Parkrun is launching in Victoria. Probably no cake there, but we do have an anniversary at Bibra Lake in Western Australia. It's their first. It's an orange theme. That could make for some interesting cake. What I'm not sure. going on there? What's the orange theme about? I don't know. Maybe we need some of the Bibra Lake Parkrunners to get in touch and let us know where that originates because, yeah, it's... I mean, it's a fantastic colour, absolutely, especially when it's radioactive. might have something to do with the soil. I don't know. Or that is that more a Kalgoorlie boulder situation? Well, do you think they're Dutch or they just love citrus? Perhaps they're really, really big fans of the Oompa Loompas. Yep. Lots of You're ways to take it. So, hey, we've given you some ideas for their anniversary. And so this weekend we've got Australia Day Park Runs happening at a lot of the events across the country. And next week on Park Run Adventurers podcast, we will have a special guest from the region of runners. Yeah, it'll be great to have Robbo on. He's a big figure in the region of runners and we can reminisce about the Park Run Show Australia podcast. And he can talk about their upcoming launch, the Terrace Park Run, which is ready to go on the 30th of January. So that's it for our third episode. Time to wrap it up. If you meet someone at Park Run this week and you don't remember their name, just go with uh, Dave. Or Sarah, if it's a girl. Look forward to chatting to you next week, guys. <laughs>